lift up your voice and tell him Lord I give myself away to you tonight I give myself away Jesus, we give ourselves to you, Lord Jesus. Pray that you come and 
our soul, take control in our spirit, take control in our body. May your name be glorified, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus.
loving Jesus. We are coming before you this evening, Lord, to acknowledge your presence in our midst. Lord, we, we have come together around your word tonight. I pray that you will open our ears and hearts of understanding that we may be here, able to hear from your throne, Lord Jesus. This is our desire of prayer tonight. Grant it, Lord. I'd like us to sing one, one more chorus as we go to the word. Amen. Wonderful, wonderful, oh Jesus says to me. You can do much better than that now. Oh, oh, from all sin. Oh, wonderful is my redeemer. Praises. One more time. Oh, wonderful, wonderful Jesus is to me. Counselor and Prince of Peace. He's a mighty God to me, saving me, keeping me, amen, from all sin and shame. Wonderful is my redeemed blessing. One more time now, wonderful, wonderful.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is the Lord good? Has it been good to you? Amen. It's been good to me. Praise the Lord. Uh, I, I'm teaching this evening. I was expecting more than I see now. But I also understand some could be caught up somewhere. So I hope will stream. Or watch this later. Let's go to the book of Acts chapter 6. Acts chapter 6. So I'm, I'm teaching today on the qualifications and duties of deacons. And so we take uh, Acts chapter 6 verse 1. You know the book of Acts is the only book which was written by uh, the Holy Spirit. Through the disciples. And is the only book that is continuous. I think all the others were written by the Holy Spirit, but the book of Acts is a continuous book. All the other books have amen. But the book of Acts does not have amen at the end of it. Uh, the, the, it doesn't have amen on it. Which means I don't know where you got that other one. It doesn't <laughs> Which means that amen like full stop. Amen. Actually, Amin means so be it. It's like a full stop. What has been like when you finish to pray, you say, Amen. So every other book has Amen. But the book of Acts doesn't. So there is no full stop on it. It's a continuous. And, and the, the rest of the chapters of that book is being written actually in our lives. Amen. If you understand that, say amen. Now, Acts chapter 6, verse 1. And in those days when the number of the disciples was multiplied, there arose a murmuring of the Christians against the Hebrews because their widows were neglected in the daily ministration. Then the twelve called the multitude of the disciples unto them and said, it is not reason that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. Wherefore, brethren, look ye out among you seven men of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom, whom we may appoint over the, this business, but we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. Then 
kubebulamia kubanga abanamwanduba abwe baba fisanga baba fisanga mukuweleza okwabulijjo e 12 nebaita ekibina kyabayigirizwa nebagamanti techuoma fe okulekanga ekigambo kyakatonda okuwerezanga ku meza kale aboluganda mulonda abantu mumwe abasimibwa musanvu abajuddomo oyo mutukufu na magezi be betunateka kumulimu guno na yefe tunanyikiranga mukusaba nokuwereza ekigambo amen Ma. amen father we just appreciate you for the word which we have read may you bring your spirit upon it tonight as we hear these holy words in jesus name tala tukweba zole chigambe chetulide tusabe bigambo bine bitukuvu obiwe komo mtukuvu tukendo ulio lwalero mulinyalya yesu amina abakiriza nebagamba then the believers amen. said amen tuleko we may be seated so to, so this evening i'm speaking on the qualifications and the duties of a, of, of deacon akaongezikalero njogera kubisanyizo no buvunanyizibwa even to those of you who have heard about this before i'm sure it will be a blessing to the other members of the church who are not here i'm going to ask you to send this service to them so that they can be able to hear those who can listen to audio send them audio those who can't send them video because on sunday i want all of us to be on the same page now uh, how many understand what deacons mean how many don't understand Amen. Now, we are talking about that. So, you are in the right place. And so, because if you don't understand what deacon, what deacon mean or what deacons mean, uh, then you, uh, to understand their qualifications and duties might not mean much to you. But here, I want us to look at the first church. By the way, the first church was not in Rome. The first church was in uh, Jerusalem. And uh, so we see that this is after the uh, departure or the ascension of our Lord Jesus. And the church had now continued to grow. Initially, it was only the 11 disciples that he left behind. But then, uh, they continued on witnessing and speaking about Jesus. And things were all okay. Until at such a time when people became so many, that the burden was so heavy on the 11. And so they they told the people because now of course you know when whenever there is a gathering of people there are things that uh, you cannot avoid. There are things like money. 
you can't avoid money. Because where you have people, people need to be taken care of. People will give. But what they give needs to be managed. Uh, people have troubles in their homes, in their families. Some want to get married. Others need counsel or advice. And then others are fighting. And then others are needy. Then, you know, the, the, the issues of life are so many. And uh, then God had only sent 11. And these 11 were preachers. And uh, they were apostles. And so they were the ones who were leading the, church, the first church. But you see, as the people became more, the burden also increased. And so God now instructed the disciples. He says, when the number of the disciples, meaning the followers of Jesus Christ, were multiplied, then there arose a murmuring of the Christians against the Hebrews. Because you see, when people come together, you have the Banyoro, you have the Japadola, you have the Oromo, you have the this, the that. And each of them have issues. Now one will now be now me am being under look. Me am not taken care of. Me me me. And so there there were issues. And widows, some widows from 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 the um from the Christians, they kind of felt that they were neglected in the daily ministration. So then the twelve were the twelve called the multitude of the disciples unto them. And they said it is not good that we should leave the word of God and we serve tables. Yes, you have a lot of problems among you. But I, we should not leave preaching. And they're studying the word. And then solve each and every one of the problems. And indeed, it is also true even today. You see, the pastor or the preachers cannot always solve every problem. And I know for the past year we have not talked about this subject because there was no need. But now, you know, the congregation is beginning to be larger and the need, there is need now to talk about this subject. How many agree with me? That, that is true for sure. And so even so it was in the, in, the, in, the, in the times of the disciples. And so they said, well, for brethren, look, look. among you, look, uh, look out seven men of honest report. Of honest report. Okay, now I want us to take this a bit slow. Number one, the number of disciples was multiplied. So I told you I'm not preaching today, I'm teaching, so I want you to listen as you understand. 
And if you want to listen again, you can listen again. After so the number of disciples, you need to be a bit fast, brother. Amen. Because I have too much to cover in a very short time. Usually on Wednesday, we do, do one hour. So the number of disciples was multiplied. That's number one. Okay. Amen. Are you following me? Amen. Number two, the preaching ministry needed to concentrate on prayer and preaching. All right. Amen. That's point number two. Point number three. There was need for support. There was a vacuum that needed to be filled. This is what we see in the apostolic church. Number four. These men would support the preaching ministry. These men that, that he talk, told them to choose. Their purpose would be to support the preaching ministry with all other businesses as they would be tasked. So you see, there were a myriad of uh, of other business to handle. So the pastor or the preachers were not going to be the one handling all those other jobs. So there was other ministry that needed to be uh, supporting. And this is the ministry of these seven men. It's not a doctrine for them to be seven men. You see, there were seven men because that's what they needed among them at that time. Compared to the church they had. I also believe it is symbolic to to, to, to completion because God always works in seven. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, these men were supposed to be there to support in the work of the ministry. You see, many times even I see things here. You know, they have not swept. The church. Someone will call the pastor. Pastor, the church is not swept. Pastor, the other thing was Pastor, even there is no water for giving the ministers. Pastor, you know, I don't have rent today. Pastor, you know that I have a problem at home. Pastor, you see this thing happen. Pastor, I've lost my job. Pastor, and then you also have to study and preach. So you see the pressure becomes too much. And then until we sometimes think, especially here in Africa, that you see ministry or church is a one-man ministry. Pastor does everything. In fact, and even other pastors think that they are the overall, they are the end of all solution. Nothing that goes on without him being done to do it. But I say what I'm saying. Yes. Mm. You see. 
That is not the right mentality. I believe as a church we need to know what does the Bible say? What does the message say? And then what should we do as a church? Is that right? Amen. Amen. Now, I believe here we also have come to that level or that place where we need deacons. Where we need these men. These are deacons. They are the ones who help in those things. Those are deacons. Those are deacons. Hallelujah. Amen. You need to get in the same spirit with me, brother, today. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, Kakati. Um, we were we were three, then four, then five, then ten, then twenty, then thirty. And I realize that sometimes here we are sixty, seventy. So we need deacons. We have not even started taking the Lord's Supper. For the past one year, I think we have we have had one year anniversary as a church. But we have not ever taken the Lord's Supper. So you see, we need deacons. And uh, We'll just, I will just stick with the word. Now, I want us to first look at the qualifications. And then we shall look at the duties. I want you to look at uh, verse 5 to 6. And the saying pleased the whole multitude and they chose Stephen, a man full of faith and the Holy Ghost. And Philip and, and Procrus and uh, Nicano and Timon and Feminus and Nicholas, a proselyte of Antioch, whom they set before the apostles. And when they had prayed, they laid their hands on them. Ebikola uh, tumesuleyo mkaga, olinyolo kutanoro mkaga. Echigambe echo, nechisimi ba mumaso gechibina chona, nebalo onda sutefano, omuntu ya jula, okukiriza no moyom tukuvu. Ne Filippo, ne Pulokolo, ne Nicanoli, ne Timoni, ne Pamena, ne Nicolao, o Muchufu, o Antiochia, ne Babateka, Mumaso Gabantu, ne Basaba, ne Babasako, Emicono. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. They chose seven. Baron Domusanvu. I'm asking you a question. They chose seven Baron women. Seven people. Seven. Now, if you know what the Bible says, say it boldly. They said seven. They said seven men. Now, we have churches today that have women deacons. Brother Shem. They have female deacons. But according to the apostolic church, they chose what? Men. 
So according to the apostolic church, there is nothing like women deacons. Female deacons. These men were men. Not people. Not women. But they were men. Right? Amina. And so we are looking at the qualification. The qualification number one. According to what we have read here, these were men. All right. Amen. So please, sister, uh, sister, don't tell us to elect you as a deacon. Amen. Amina. I want you to look at this verse a little bit in the Amplified Version. Acts chapter 6 verse 2. So the 12 called the disciples together and said, It is not appropriate for us to neglect teaching the word of God in order to serve tables in order to serve tables and manage serve and manage the distribution of food. So meaning this man would be able to come in to help serve and manage. There are brothers choose from among you seven men with good reputation. And here he says, man of godly character. What is the reputation? Men who have godly character. And men who have moral integrity. Full of the spirit and wisdom. Whom we may put in charge this task. So now we find out that they also had to have a wholeness report. What is a honest report? A honest report is good reputation. To have a godly character. To have moral integrity. Yes, to be morally upright. Not someone who goes around meandering around. They are here and you don't understand them. They are questionable. Someone who has a moral integrity. And with a godly character. Now, in the book of Timothy, he gives us more qualifications. And I want us to look at it as well. Verse Timothy chapter 3, verse 8. Alright, it says, likewise, Master Deacons be grave not double-tongued, not given to much wine, not greedy of filthy lacquer, holding the mystery of the faith in a poor conscience, and let this also first be proved. Then let them use the office of a deacon, being found blameless. Even so must their wives be grave, not slanderers, sober, faithful in all things, not malicious gossips, but self-controlled, thoroughly, trustworthy in all things. Okay, now that is that, 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 that bit there I got from the from the Amplified, you will just keep that there. Then it says, let the deacons be the husbands of one wife, ruling their children 
and their own house as well. Timasewo echisoka esula yakusatoni niro amana. Bweba tio naba weza chiba guanira okuberanga abalimwe chitiwa. Siba nimi bili abatanywa mwenge munji. Si begomba begombi babi ntu. Ngabakuma echama echoku kiriza mumoyo murunji. Edana te abo basokenga okukemebwa bali okeba wereze. Ngatebali kocha kunenye zebwa. Bweba tunaba kazi chiba guanira okubera ngabali mwechitibwa. Abata wairiza, abata tamira, abesi guamu vyona. Abawereza, baberenga basajja, bamu kazumu. Ngabafugaba na babwe, obulunji, nenyumba zabwe, nazo. I love the uh, Luganda Bible, it calls it abawereza, meaning servants. And it says that uh, let the deacons be the grave. I'm on verse 1. Be grave. That, that verse eight. Uh, verse eight. Yes. Okay, we will expound on that uh, shortly. Let them not be double-tongued. Uh, who is hearing what I'm saying? Are you all with me? Are you all with me? So it says, let them not be double-tongued. Not given to much wine. Not greedy of filth lacquer. They should also have ability to hold the mystery of faith. Of the faith. In pure conscience. Blameless. And also their wife. Their wife or his wife or the deacon, he must, she must also be grave. Not slanderers. She must be sober. And faithful in all things. This servant or this deacon must be a husband of one wife. Now, the, I love the amplify the way it puts this word. Says, deacons likewise must be men worthy of respect. You see, that's what it means by grave. And then it says that what does this, let this mean? Ma, a man worthy of respect meaning is the honorable man financially ethical and of good character. So that's what it means to be a man worthy of respect. Someone who is honorable. You know what a honorable person is. A honorable person is someone that you can give respect. Because they respect themselves. You're not someone who comes to you and says, borrow me 
20,000. And he doesn't pay you back. That is not a honorable man. Amen. Amen. Uh, help me. And, and then he, he does not uh, you know, pay back. You see, he's not an honorable man. He must be financially ethical. He must be of a good character. Not a bad character, but a good character. Not only in here, but also around uh, the world around the neighborhood. And also, he must not be double tongued. Meaning, speakers of half truth. You see, how many have seen people who are double tongued? Me, I've seen very many. You see, this person will speak this here. And then here he will speak this. And then he will take this. And bring it also in a halfway here. And try to place it there. And then, you know, he will speak this and speak this. He doesn't stand for his word. He is double-tongued. He cannot be trusted. Such a man cannot be a deacon. Even if he's a rich man. Actually, even being rich is not is not one of the qualifications of being a deacon. Many churches, especially down here in our continent, they take people who are rich. Ah, this brother can make a good deacon. Mm, eh? mm. Brother baby, how do you see? Oluganda, baby, you think you can make a good deacon? Because the brother has a lot of money. And he's driving a Porsche car. He has a beautiful house. That is not one of the requirements. You see the requirement. Is he must not be a double-tongued man. He may be the poorest of the poor. As long as he fits the requirements. He's a honorable man. He's financially ethical. He's of a good character. He's not double-tongued. See, then he qualifies. But we have more. He must not be someone who is addicted to alcohol. You see, hey brother, you see me, I have God has given me everything. But this is only my trial. Alcohol. Uh, that, that brother automatically gets disqualified. He must not be greedy for this honest gain. In, in the KJV says greedy of filth lacquer. Dishonest. Must not be greedy for dishonest gain. You say that, you know, I hope everybody understands what, what that means. But upholding and fully understanding the mystery. You must know what we believe. That is the true doctrine. You must know what the Bible teaches. The true doctrine of scripture. 
This must be someone who can stand and defend the faith. Amen. Amen. Someone who does not shy away in, 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 in the face of opposition. Someone who knows what is taught what oh. the true message is. And he does not shy away from it. You know, the Bible says that I'm not ashamed of the gospel. In the book of Romans, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. It's the power of God unto salvation. Now, there are people who are ashamed of it. But a deacon must be someone who is not ashamed of it. Who stands before opposition. And he says, this is what the scripture says. Hallelujah. Amen. And he's not ashamed of it. Such a person. He qualifies. Hallelujah. Amen. You see? And, and, and he must have full understanding of the mystery. That is the true doctrine of the Christian faith. With a clear conscience. Resulting from behavior consistent with spiritual maturity. Hallelujah. Amen. These men, it's not like saying, well, I have a good spirit. <laughs> Brothers, I have a good spirit. And this person is new in the faith. That spirit cannot be trusted. He has to be a believer who has been tested. Tried. And therefore, in pure conscience, can hold the mystery of the faith. These men must first be tested. So even when we vote them, and we say, brother so-and-so, brother so-and-so, it does not mean it is perfect. We vote them, and leave them for a while. Then after they have proved that they can surely be good by their action, ah, then now they can be ordained. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. So now, this, that's why we should appreciate God for this entire message. Because this message has made many, has made many things clear. In the world out there, you find women they are placed as deacons. And yet the Bible is clear. The Bible says even so must their wives. And now he continues to talk about their wives. Now, in some Bibles, versions, they say even so must the women. Meaning a woman can also be a deacon. But according to the KJV, it says the wife of the deacon. 
So you see, First Timothy chapter 3, verse 11 speaks of the wives of the deacons. He's not talking about the woman deacon. There is nothing like a woman deacon. If you know a woman deacon, go and tell her. You are in a wrong place. It's the same as a woman preacher. The Bible that we read actually does not support women preachers. So where did they come from? Who ordained them? Who sent them? It is not the God of the Bible. Does it mean God does not use women? No, God uses women. God anoints women. But these offices, they have their own qualifications. That even a man can be a man but cannot qualify if he has no qualifications. So it's not about woman man. It's about the qualifications of the Bible. Hallelujah. So a pastor cannot be a woman. So what about the women pastors you know? Those ones, I don't know who sent them. But I can tell you this. I am sure it is not the God of the Bible. Why? Because the God of the Bible cannot contradict his Bible. If Jesus was to come here today, he cannot tell you anything different from what is here. That's why we do not need the physical body, Jesus. Because even if he came, he has no new thing to say. Everything he had to say is right here in the Bible. Hallelujah. Amen. And that's why you must be happy. If you receive the revelation of this Bible, when you receive the revelation of the word, you have received Christ. Amen. That's why the apostles say, even if it is an angel who comes from heaven, if he comes and preaches to you another gospel, let him be cast. Even if it was a Jesus who came from heaven now and tells you something different from what the Bible says, that kind of so-called Jesus is not the Jesus of the Bible. Are you hearing me, church? We here must know we stand for the Bible as the absolute word of God. We don't Take it as a book of consultation. We take it as the basis of our faith. But what do many people do in our generation? They will tell you, ah, but you see, God spoke to me. And he told me to go and preach. And I will tell her sister. Does that God know the Bible? 
Yes, of course, it's the God of the Bible. Okay, if he died, he knows the Bible. Can you explain for me? Hallelujah. Amen. First Timothy chapter 2. And then I read for them. Let the woman learn in silence with all subjection. Verse 11. But I suffer not a woman to teach, not to assert authority over the man, but to be in silence. If that God of yours who visited you in the night in a vision or angelic presence and he brought a big thunder and he told you I sent you to go and preach to the nation. Let me ask you, is that the God of this Bible? Because it appears to me that God does not know this verse. So let me tell you, church, you must not be ashamed of the truth. Because even an earth shall pass away, but the word of God shall never pass away. The word of God abides forever. Hallelujah. Amen. It abides forever. It's notice that this God of the Bible does not discriminate. But also this God of the Bible does not advocate for equality. That is a God of, of human rights. No, he doesn't fight for human rights. He's not a, a human rights activist. <laughs> this God of the Bible is the God of his word. Hallelujah. Amen. And all those who believe in him, women or men, bond or free, black or white, they are bound with by his word. Can you say amen if you believe amen. it? Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. So that's God of the Bible. It says that a deacon must be a man. Not a woman. And if he's a man, he's not just a man. He must be a married man. So sorry, brother. Brilliant. You are excluded. You don't qualify. So he must be a married man. Amen. And also not just married. Even if he's married, his wife also must be uh, worthy of respect. She must be honorable. Financially ethical. Of good character. Sober. Faithful in all things. Not a slanderer. You know, not malicious gossips. Some sisters. Actually, many sisters. They like gossiping. 
You know, the things come from this home. They go to this home from know, even men who do not know how to gossip, they are learning now. Because this sister will take it to the husband. Hey, husband. Why, you know what is happening in such a little house. Hey, hey. Hey. Hmm. What is happening? Uh -huh. Oh, hmm. they slapped that. She came to me and she showed me the chest. It was all red. And the men who were not telling gossip will also go to his fellow man. Brother. So you see, that's why a deacon, his wife, she must not be one who loves gossiping. She must be someone who can keep things to herself. And the Lord in prayer. You know, there are people who love even taking things of their bedroom, of their house, out into the public. This kind of thing is not right. A deacon shouldn't be someone who, has, who does that or who has a wife who does that. You see? She mm. must be self-controlled. She must be thorough. Trustworthy, thoroughly trustworthy. In all things. Hallelujah. Are you following me, church? If you're understanding what I'm saying. Now. Those are the qualifications. Now, for the remaining few minutes, let's look at the details. Serving tables. Now, he says, whom, those whom we appoint Agamba. over to this business. Find better word, business. Any, this is any other business. But pertaining to order and spiritual welfare of the church. Now I, have a few now, now, I have a few quotes here from Brother Branham. One time he says, let the deacons pray for you. He says, and God has set in the church some apostles, secondarily uh, prophets, gifts, and so forth. In the church for one purpose. The perfecting of the body. And now, if you happen to get sick, wherever you are, and your pastor is a man who believes that we should pray for the sick, have him come and pray for you. But, and then, if your pastor is not there, get some of the deacons. If the deacons are not there, then get your neighbor that's a good Christian. 
But if a pastor is not there, then get to so you see what I was saying these are men who support the ministry he he is a man who actually is like the pastor he has the qualifications of being a pastor he might not have the calling of being a pastor so you see he actually can be able to also pray for you just like your pastor can pray for you if your pastor is not there amen alright so then I'm just going, going quickly through it if you I'm also recommending you read a message, church order. Brother, oh, Brother Marvin is not here. Please, Uganda, shame, tell Brother Marvin to print church order and let him distribute it. Okay, here is in a message total deliverance. The prophet says the deacon is a policeman to the church. Assistance to the pastor. He says now each one of these has things in common. And I think that your meeting should not be together, should not be together, but it should be as each office, because the deacons has nothing to say to the trustees unless they got some business to present to them. Meaning here he's talking about, I hope you printed what I told you to print. Now, these deacons don't have, uh, you know, we have, the, we have different offices. We have the offices of the trustees. And then the office of the deacons. Now, how many are learning things, that, things today? Are you learning? I know you are used to me preaching, but I, and I know teaching can be boring sometimes. So don't doze. Listen. Now, trustees, they do their business. Financial business. They manage the church. Then you also have deacons. These are men who handle the spiritual matters. Um, assisting the pastor. And so he says that when they are meeting, it, it doesn't have to be like all the all of them meeting together. And vice versa. So the trustees is over the finance and things. We have nothing with the deacons. The deacons are the policemen of the church. How many are Ugandans? <laughs> Hallelujah. Amina. How many are bound by the law of Uganda? Now, 
Some of you are not lifting up your hands. But I'll tell you, as long as you are in Uganda, you are bound by the law of Uganda. Even when I travel, for example, to Ethiopia, I'm given what they call a visa. Without that, I can't travel to Ethiopia. That means what? Temporarily, I am admitted in that government and I subject myself to the leadership of that country. I can't reach there and I begin you know, slandering the Prime Minister. Prime Minister. And I said, because I'm a Ugandan, the law will catch up with me. But do you know who will arrest me? Who will arrest me? The Prime Minister. Prime Minister The ministers. But minister Who will arrest me? Police. Police. <laughs> now police. Police is mandated by law to catch wrongdoers. Police. Police has all the authority of the government behind them. Just look, for example, at the traffic police. Sometimes they're women. Stand there and they just do like this. Without much effort. And all the cars. Big or small. They just stop. What is that? What is that? This woman or man. Is exercising. The authority. That the government has given them. You can't knock them. If you knock them, you have knocked the government. And you will be fighting with the government. Hallelujah. Amen. As long as they have that uniform. And they're on duty. They are bound to fulfill their duty. In the same way, a deacon is a policeman in the church. So we also have policemen. That's why actually we should not be hiring these soldiers. You find some pastors with those This is not right. What, what does a soldier have to do in the house of God? Policemen. With guns. So are these pastors or politicians? I'm just asking myself. So you see, in the church, we have our policemen. The whole kingdom of heaven is behind them. When a man stands as a deacon, and he tells you, brother, can you please take that seat? Leave this. 
accept you. You cannot say no. On, on what basis? Jesus is a policeman. Oh, no, police. He's, he's on his duty. You cannot say no. And he too must know his rights. And he must exercise it in accordance to the law. What does a policeman do? He keeps law and order. So what does a deacon do? He keeps law and order in the church. Hallelujah. So the deacons are the policemen of the church. And the assistants to the pastor. So they are, when, when I'm preaching here and a, a person possessed comes to attack me, I should not leave the word and begin fighting that person. Let the deacons catch the person. Let them deal with him. But the service must not be interrupted. I'll read you a story here, actually. It's amazing. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Are you enjoying this church? The deacons, only Brother Martin is enjoying it. Are you enjoying this? The deacons are the policemen of the church. And the assistants to the pastor. And the trustees is the holding of all the property. The trustees has nothing to do with the spiritual end of it. And the deacon has nothing to do with the financial end of it. Therefore, it must be. And the Sunday school superintendent is the O. Is over his Sunday school. So I've got it all wrote, typed out. What he's saying he wrote, can we have it? Oh, but I already asked him, he said you have it, brother. Praise the name of the Lord. So I want to show you, I want to show you this that Brother Barnum says he had. Written down all, all, all the offices. In, in his church. The, each office. office. And their duties. And each office works independently. But under the supervision of the, of the pastor. You know, every church is sovereign. The, the denomination out there the, no that word sovereign does not mean uh, it means that it, it is self okay. governing yes. hallelujah Amen. so we are not controlled by another church somewhere we don't have a headquarter somewhere you know we are self 
independent here. But we are part of the bigger body of Christ. And then he says, Brother Shem, help me give this out. So he, he, he says, I have all of it written out and I will put on a bulletin board. Give, give, give it to each person. Who all right. So, okay, then, okay, let it be just in one minute, Brother Shem. So then he actually goes ahead and uh, if you, you can flip that paper and, and, and reach the office of the deacons. Are you there? Then he begins to, he says, the office of the deacons as elected according to the word of God and the manner of, of the church is to act as an office of spiritual assistance to the pastor. They are to assist the pastor on all his spiritual activities. They are given free speech in presenting to the pastors any program or benefits that would bless the general and spiritual welfare of the church. They must be up or able to teach. And ready to assist the pastor or associate pastor on every duty if called to do so. They must be able to teach. They shall assist in serving communion. They shall be acting as acting ushers in all services. You know, when people come in, we'll probably on Sunday we shall be able to get into more of that. You know, they are the ones to guide them. How they must how they must act when they're in the house of the Lord. The deacons are really responsible. They shall, they shall police the church. In keeping civil order and conduct. They shall assist, they shall assist in taking offerings. They shall oversee the spiritual conduct of the church in working with the pastor and one another on spiritual problems and matters of the same. Mm -hmm. Are you following me? Spiritual matters. They shall be ready at any time to assist the need of every saint who is burdened and in need of spiritual consultation. They have not the right to act upon any program or promotion without agreement with one another, the pastor or the trustees, if the program they are conducting uh, considering doing involves 
obabba ko chintu chebakiriziganya ko bokaboka ngatebakolaganya wamuna msumba they will be responsible before God for their conduct and manner of service. So really, the, the, the pastor is appointed by God. But the deacons are also appointed by God. So the appointing authority is God. And that's why the pastor is responsible uh, before God for his action. But also the deacons are. So they will be responsible for their conduct and manner of service according to the word of God. They shall not have meeting among themselves without the pastor uh, present or his assistant. It's not, deacons don't run the church. They are not the ones who control the pastor. They assist the pastor. They work to serve the Lord. They work to be servants knowing this one thing that we all are going to be answerable before God in all the service we were given to do for the children of God. We all are going to be accountable one day. And one day I'll talk about that. You know that we all are going to be accountable. Did you know if God called you to be a pianist you are going to be accountable before God one day? How did you use that gift? Did you use it to serve the children of God? Did you use it well? Or did you make merchandise out of it? Same with pastors. Same with preachers. They are preachers who preach for money. And by the time he finishes to preach, oh, he has made millions. It's happening even in our country here. While he's preaching, people literally throw money at him. Because they, he is talking what they want to hear. But all of us, pastors, preachers, Sunday school superintendents, pianists, we all are going to be answerable for God. How we were faithful. And he will reward all of us according to our faith. You as a believer, you might even never have an office in your lifetime. But you are going to give an accountability on how you lived your life as a Christian. Now, I'm not talking about the, the, the white throne judgment. This is not the judgment for condemnation. But all of us are going to to, be, to give an accountability on the judgment seat of Christ. How we lived our lives. 
and how faithful we were. You're going to give an account. Did you know that? So out, how ought we to live then? So the deacons, they also are to be to keep order in the church. That's the beauty of the deacon. Now, is there, I'm, I'm quoting, is there any better way to keep order in the church than to keep reminding the people with a, re a repeat from the deacons accordingly? Meaning that's the best way to keep order in the church. Deacons, your duty is to keep order in the church. With kindness. And friendliness. Because you are a deacon and you are a policeman. It doesn't mean you should just go. And then you begin grabbing the believers. As I told you, get out from here. What is wrong with you? <laughs> That's not how it is supposed to be. You know? <laughs> because you are a deacon, so you must be tough. You see sometimes some police officers. They're very tough. They're not supposed to be tough. They're supposed to be kind. And, and help us to keep law and order. So deacons, your duty is to keep order in the church with kindness and friendliness. And then you are supposed to, if someone gets out of order in the church, or comes in here at, like a drunk, or someone come in. So he gives an example here, like they shot that, that minister. There is a preacher which, who they shot. You know, there came a drunk man with a gun, and he was looking for his wife. Because his wife went to church, and for him he didn't like that. So he screamed for his wife and wanted his wife and went up towards the pastor. And the pastor showed him his wife sitting there. But he was going to shoot her right in the church. And the pastor started to deal with him. And instead, uh, uh, the man with the shotgun turned around and shot the pastor um, out of the And then shot his wife. And then shot himself. In church. And now here he says, now, if there had been a bunch of deacons there, when that man entered that door with that shotgun, they would have had their arms around him out of his hand. See, that's the only deacon. Yeah. And now these things have gone the way they are, they are doing now. You might, you, you might just can't expect anything. Because 
But remember, the deacons are God's policemen in the house of God. No matter what anybody else thinks. Sometimes a policeman wants uh, uh, not to have to go up and make an arrest on somebody. Maybe one of his friends. But he is sworn to an office. He's got to do it anyhow. That is his duty to his city. That's the same way with the deacon. You don't have favoritism. This one is my friend. This one is you handle it unbiased according to the rules of engagement one of the rules of engagement is the word of God is the anti-message amen I'm, I'm, I'm now reading the last quote here and then I'll, I'll, I'll finish for you see that's the duty of the deacon to the church so if someone jumps up and starts interrupting the pastor or something another like that and the pastor in his message the deacon is supposed to walk up to the people uh, two or three of them they, they, they say could we speak to you, brother? Bring him from the church. Out into the office. Here or some other place. And speak to him about it. Say, you are not to interrupt. You, you know it's a great fine by, uh, fine by the Lord to interrupt a service anyhow. By the way, even in Uganda, do you know that? Did you know that if you stop me, I can report you to the courts of law? I have freedom of preaching in my country without anyone interrupting me. So the law gives me that liberty. And if the if the deacon is keeping that right, he is also backed by the law of the country. And the law of God. Therefore, don't joke with the deacons when they are on duty. Amen. But some people. I'm finishing up here now. Such as a delinquent person or something come among you, you know, and some religious fanatic and start carrying on and uh, then the deacons, and if the deacons don't seem to be able to control it, then the trustee board or someone else in the church can step up and give help. The qualifications and duties of deacons. And on Sunday, I'm going to continue. There is much we can talk about. And, uh, these things are good for us to know. It's not good for us to be ignorant. We are the church of Jesus Christ. And the church of Jesus Christ must be 
the Apostle Paul said, let everything be done decently and also in order. And that's why we have to plan something like this. Praise the name of the Lord. God bless you. Let us stand. Let us pray. Our precious loving Jesus, want to thank you so much this evening. Yes, sir, for me and the tragal of Quebec, second, this car has given us a wonderful time. Vango Tradak Seracarunjinodala, talk about you, Lord. Uko Gerako, and your, your work at the service of the saints. Normally, Mugo, no queries, the other way to Kufu. I pray that you bless these people. Saba, Abatuan Vom, sir, that you have allowed me to speak to this evening. Bokiriza, Jogerina Borero. Lord, if there be any need, spiritual, physical, I commit those needs into your hands. May you meet them. I commit them into your hands. I pray that you'll be with us as we go to our homes tonight. Father, bless the givers that are going to give offerings tonight. And may you continue to provide all their needs. Father, we give you thanks. We give you honor and glory. Because your name is beautiful. In the name of Jesus. Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Let us sing it together. There is power.
Again. <laughs> I love that interpretation. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay, yes, I've got my mind made up, and I won't turn back. Oh, because I want to see my Jesus someday. Oh, I
missing Jesus' name.